This is RTV Maastricht uh, 107.5. We're here in the studio with my co-host and tech, Zaki. Hello. And then we have Ezekiel from Cannes. Hi. And Vivian from uh, Zero Waste Maastricht. Hello. So today, uh, well, by the way, we just listened to Nothing But Flowers by uh, Talking Heads. Uh, such a great song. I was really enjoying it. We were dancing a little bit here <laughs> in, the, in the studio. So today uh, we're going to be talking about sustainability and about uh, the climate emergency uh, from different uh, different aspects, let's say. it's uh, In the first hour, we're mostly going to talk about how to approach the climate fight or what we can do or what works. And in the second hour, we're mostly going to give tips about sustainable shopping and uh, sustainable living in general. So... Um, yeah, um, welcome to the show, Vivian and Ezekiel. Thank um, Thanks. <laughs> thank you for coming. Thank you so much. Um, first, we're going to listen to a song. Uh, the song that we're going to listen to is, was uh, made in, uh, in Maastricht uh, by a local uh, electronic music producer. His name is Taborski. And uh, it uh, fits our theme. The name is uh, XR and it has a vocal from uh, Greta Thunberg. So we're going to listen nice. to it uh, now.
welcome back. This is Student Radio Maastricht, 107.5 FM. We just listened to XR by Taborski. You can uh, find that for free on uh, Bandcamp. Um, so Vivian and Ezekiel, we have you here in the studio today to talk about the climate emergency and uh, specifically about what you think about how to fight this, this, this crisis, this emergency. So let's start with you, Ezekiel. Uh, what's uh, Khan? Tell us more about the organization that you're with and uh, yeah, tell us more about Khan. <laughs> um, yeah, so Khan uh, stands for Climate Action Network, which means a Climate Action Network. Um, and basically, um, we founded it last, um, last year in 2019 um, to unite the struggle between students and locals um, to try to uh, create system change within Maastricht. Um, and slowly but surely together, we're trying to find like, concrete solutions to make the city more sustainable while working together. Nice, nice. So uh, it's a coalition of different uh, organizations that, that came together or... Yes, or, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. we have like uh, five, six members now and we're like always like expanding to different people who wanted to like get involved with the struggle. And um, basically uh, now it's, it's very focused on like climate, but we also want to work on different kinds of um, issues um, like um, like in general with system change. So like just trying to figure out a, a more strong uh, solution for the future. Yeah, together. nice. I like that. And what about you, Vivian? Tell us about Zero Waste Maastricht. We talked about it a little bit in the last uh, yeah. show we had about Zero Waste, mm -hmm. but now you're here in person instead of the recording. So tell mm -hmm. us more. Yeah, well, I was with uh, uh, Joyce. She's on holiday today, so she's not able to come here. But we were uh, walking uh, beside the river the mass and we saw all this garbage and we were pretty annoyed for a long time and we thought we couldn't be annoyed but we better do something about it yeah so we started the website uh, zero waste maastricht and uh, joyce has a um, bedrijf met studiebegeleiding uh, uh, yeah a business Pro, yeah uh. and she wanted to make projects for mm -hmm. the students to yeah. do something about it and yeah. to connect with the students from the uh, um and also with the elementary school kids yeah. so that was yeah the connect all the generations yeah. uh, connecting for, the dots yeah <laughs> nice that's really nice yeah. so it's uh, really good for you to come here and uh, talk with uh, yeah. with the, our other guests and uh, make new connections and yeah. hopefully people that are listening will get more involved so you told us a little bit about how you came to uh, to create zero waste uh, Maastricht and about how you were really uh, upset specifically about the trash alongside the mass and what about you Ezekiel what brought you to say no enough is enough I will get involved um, I think for me, the thing that really triggered it for me was um, I study physics and maths at UM and on one side we learn about climate physics and the impact that has on the planet, but then we see a stark contrast to what the university does in, like, in its actions and its opinions about things like uh, climate change and investment within fossil fuels. So I think there's a huge difference between what institutions these days say about climate change and what they would like you to think. Yeah, um, and that really, I guess, upset me, and I really like motivated me to get involved with these struggles. Yeah, nice. I bet a lot of people feel the same, so maybe they will get inspired and and come join the fight. So, um, well, for me, I I feel like I've been following uh, both of your uh, organizations uh, for a while, and I really think it's uh, it's really good to to 
keep the conversation open and keep the pressure on uh, let's say on on the on the institutions as as you said like starting from uh, Maastricht University the uh, Gemeente and well the government of the Netherlands uh, and everything um we're going to listen to uh Oh, sorry, <laughs> I lost uh, my my train of thought. <laughs> but um, we're gonna go to the next uh, song. This is gonna be uh, "Killing the Planet" by The Vines. Welcome back to Student Radio Maastricht, 107.5 FM. Uh, that was Killing the Planet by uh, The Vines. Uh, pretty dark, but 
realistic. So here we are talking about the climate emergency. And um, I wanted to ask uh, Ezekiel and Vivian about your opinions and about what you think is the best way to to uh, to approach the climate fight, how to make it a real difference. You can also tell us a little bit, uh, for example, what uh, Khan does in practice, what Zero Waste does in practice, but also what you think is the best course of action, let's say. Ezekiel, tell me. Um, so I'm going to sneak out of this question and say <laughs> there's no best way. Um, I think both ways have their virtues. Um, but um, myself, I, I like to work on system change. I think it's a great way of getting these really powerful institutions in our society to sort of um, get ready for the next century in that way. Yeah. Um, but I do think that without direct action in terms of demonstrations and petitions, etc., we won't change anything. It's too easy to ignore the problem if everyone keeps quiet about it. Yeah. Um, so I think being disruptive within institutions um, is my favorite way of going about it, but mm -hmm. I think yeah. there are different ways. Yeah. What about you, Vivian? Yeah. I think it's great what, what you say, uh, but uh, I am just a person, so I try to start with myself and try to be an inspiration and to others and also to show there's different ways. Yeah. And uh, that might lead to different choices that people, you were talking about the companies and pension uh, funds, mm -hmm. that they might be aware of that and that will be the ripple effect then. So. Because what were you telling us earlier about uh, pension funds, Ezekiel? Um, this was during uh, yeah. the pre-show pre uh, conversation it's moment. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, super interesting. Um, yeah, so I recently read a study that showed that um, all the different actions you can take, for example, stopping flying or eating no meat, etc., etc., all added up are 27 times less effective than changing your pension fund. And I don't think many people think about their pension funding as a thing that can change, like the planet is not a very commonly discussed thing, mm -hmm. um, but changing to a green bank or pressuring institutions um, to uh, change the way that they invest. Because right now we need more research and more innovation and more uh, investment in renewable technologies. Mm -hmm. it's, we're not at a point now that it's enough. Um, and we're still investing more in fossil fuel, fossil fuel exploration and for example, the, uh, one of the biggest institutions in this city, UM, uh, Maastricht University um, Pension Fund, is still investing in the dirtiest kind of fossil fuels. Okay, wow. Yeah. Well, that's good to, to denounce, I would say. Yeah. So, um, a while back there were uh, student elections. This was one of the things on the program, right? Uh, to get UM to, to switch uh, the pension fund, I, I think, or not. Yeah, for sure. We really want to work with yeah. UM um, to uh, uh, like to basically start um, pressuring ABP, the U University Pension Fund yeah. in the Netherlands, to start looking at the different yeah. approaches. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's that's very nice, very interesting. Um, yeah, as myself, I'm I can be pretty radical uh, sometimes. So I'm I, I like the disruption. You know, I I participated also in some XR, uh, the Fall Rebellion of, of last year in uh, in London, uh, and it, I think that was really nice. But uh, sometimes it's really hard to to find the balance between like being super radical and actually convincing the people who are not on your side. Let's say because. Yeah, sometimes being radical will mostly scare other yeah. people away. Mm -hmm. It's a real struggle, huh? Eh? Yeah. Because you want to stay positive. Yeah. And otherwise, 
it's better to be positive and get them aboard. And yeah. sometimes you have to be radical to wake them up because that's the truth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So sometimes I don't know. I feel like I can't choose uh, if I. Yeah, I I think uh, disruption within the institution, like you said uh, before, is uh, is maybe the the way to go. Zaki, mm -hmm. like you're you're nodding enthusiastically. <laughs> yeah, that's very much my my point of view as well. I very much believe that. You know, it's the institutions themselves that really have the control over where, over how, over where the, over how this, over how climate change continues, really, mm -hmm. I think. You know, I think, I always think about how the world's biggest polluter is the United States military. And there's like, there, like, there, we know that there, that there are these companies that are doing these things. And so mm -hmm. we have to change the system in order to really make the change that needs to be done in order to save our lives yeah. in our future. Agreed. Yes, I completely agree. Yeah. And I think it's also a point where we've been sold this idea that it's our fault for uh, putting plastic, like throwing plastic away. Like, for example, the first anti-littering campaign in the US was funded by um, the packaging industry mm -hmm. as this like yeah. idea to make us feel guilty about this plastic that they're producing. Yeah. Um, and I think that is makes us feel guilty and it shouldn't be the way we need to. We still are able to complain about these things, even if we aren't perfect, like nobody's yeah. a perfect like citizen, I guess. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh, perfection is really hard to to achieve, you know, especially when the the system and the the government or whatever they they don't give us the the tools for this. I was thinking the other day I actually saw a post on sharing is caring that um there was a person looking for a car and this person is usually promoting tan or other uh, green organizations mm -hmm. and then someone else uh, was commenting that this person is such a hypocrite because they are they want a car for a week to move their stuff you know and i thought that comment was so funny because first of all they had no clue that first the car can also be electric number one two not owning a car is already a statement uh, in itself, mm -hmm. you know, and if you're going to attack the few people that are trying to do something <laughs> for for everybody, you know, just on this little like, oh, yeah, you're a hypocrite because <laughs> you you use the car once in once in your life, you know, then yeah. we're not going to get anywhere. So, I yeah, have, we should I have the same problem. I, I own a car like for years now mm -hmm. and I was thinking I need to sell it yeah. because it's not good for the environment. But if I sell it, somebody will buy it yeah. and will drive a More. lot in it. Yeah. And now I don't drive in it and it's, it's on my porch. Yeah. And maybe once in a while I drive it. So it's like yeah, exactly. decisions. Yeah, exactly. I <laughs> but think it's not perfect, but it's, you know. Yeah, there's different the ways of, of, the, of making an impact, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, changing changing banks. I've been thinking about changing banks uh, yeah. recently because I, when I opened my bank account, I, I didn't know about all of this, and now I know, and it's been nagging at me uh, mm. really a lot. So I'm probably gonna go ahead and do that soon, soon enough. But yeah, sometimes it's just hard to 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 see the change. Uh, from coming from above, you know, so I don't know, it's it's hard to, to stay on the cause. Do you mm -hmm. think so, Ezekiel? I think so. It's very difficult also to know what the best thing to do. We only have 24 hours in the day and we can't spend all the time thinking about these things. We also have to make money or uh, work and take part in the system, I guess, at a certain level. Yeah. Um, and I think then we have to then also not be too hard on ourselves if we don't spend the whole day being 
amazing. Yeah. Um, and I think then, yeah, for example, changing your bank is also like it's easy here. Like you, I switched a few years ago, a year ago from ING uh, to Triodos and it's a, they have a service that basically lets you transfer all your finances for a whole year. So you don't even have to worry about changing your like bank details on all your providers, which is really, really helpful. Yeah. Um, nice. So there's these things that you can do, but then also if you don't do it right now, or maybe you do it next summer when you have more time, it's also cool, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Nice. Um, we're going to listen to the next uh, song, I think. Uh, the next uh, song is The Sea is Rising by Bliss and Izo. I think that's how, how you pronounce it. I don't really know this, this artist, but I found these songs uh, related to uh, the topic of what we're talking about. So there we go. <laughs> yeah. Why are they refusing to listen? Why are these troops on a mission? Why are they shooting these victims over their view of religion? Yeah, why do we all search for love like we got Cupid's addiction? Why would politicians, you can't tell the truth from the fiction? Why do we pollute where we're living? Why are these youth put at risk? And why is this ruling dominion kept us consuming this prison? Nah, nah, nah. I won't jump through the hoops of the system. Nothing stands between you and the pursuit of your vision. I grab a loop with this rhythm. It puts the juice in my pistons to jump back. React, spit in the boots with precision. And when I'm cruising with this, I'm, yeah. I'm deucing the spliff and it's a B&E show Bitch, getting loose was a given I don't want them to look back when the future is written And know we killed ourselves with nuclear fission and stupid decisions Shit, I'd rather an asteroid do for collision And know the planet got fucked by the human condition Sing the tune with conviction and all I know is the sun is shining Yet we fight all through the night While the birds are melting and the sea is rising I don't know, so I Yeah, I'm an old school poet. Yeah, yo, 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 I'm an old school poet. I cherish the ink, that cosmic cowboy that doesn't care what they think. Real magic isn't card tricks, big cribs and cars, bitch. It's making something out of nothing through this hard shit. And even though that the earth is weak, we still bomb each other and idle what the churches speak. It's like this land is either run by labor or liberal, but don't get it twisted. They're the same as the criminals. So open your eyes, simply notice the issue that we stuck to our guns without promoting the pistol. And we orchestrated the sound that we all love, split because of color, but bound because of blood. So before we all blow and they sell the same, know that the only thing that's bulletproof is my self-esteem. See, this is way beyond cash and ego tripping. It's an epic electric SOE ecosystem. Grow with me. And all I know is the sun is shining, yet we fight all through the night. While the bergs are melting and the sea is rising, I don't know, so I ask my wife. Everybody knows things are bad. Pollution's rep, 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 rep,
Hey, welcome back to Student Radio Maastricht. We are here in the studio at RTV Maastricht uh, with Vivian, Ezekiel, and Zaki is being my wonderful tech co-host. I'm still learning. <laughs> mm -hmm. You're doing a great job, no worries. I think, uh, I, how am I doing at hosting? I don't know. So we're all living and learning, I think. Uh, oh man, so... Um, we are talking about the climate emergency and how to how to keep on fighting. Um, so one thing that uh, to to make a change, one thing that we really need to do is to uh, educate more people about this. You know, the new generations and obviously people who are now not uh, how to put it, <laughs> not on board <laughs> with the idea that uh, this is actually happening. And, um, even though they don't really have a say in it. Um, so Ezekiel, uh, tell me more about what you think about educating the new generations or about uh, convincing people. Um, well, I first of all, I think you can't blame people for not knowing because you go through all of high school and I think I've heard the word climate change twice or something. Mm -hmm. um, and then when you arrive in university, you're like, yay, finally, I'm going to learn something. And it's quite depressing in the fact that you don't actually learn anything. Um, it's very, this thing that educational institutions think that they can just add one course about sustainability and then they've ticked the box. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's quite, that's old school thinking in the sense that we can't just greenwash a few things and say that we're sustainable now. Yeah. We really have to fundamentally rethink things. Like for example, in the business faculty, um, I think in the international business track for, for, uh, for like bachelors, they have one, tutorial out of three years dedicated to a sustainable finance mm -hmm. um, and I think that's kind of wrong in the sense that business needs to completely rethink the way it works um, and in that way we can't just expect students to f somehow come up with this themselves they really have to we need to think of a new way of learning and a new way of thinking for solutions for mm -hmm. next for the next generation yeah agreed Vivian you and uh, Joyce also work with uh, with students uh, Joyce has this uh, how to call it in English? It's a um, like tutoring uh, business. So mm -hmm. she she uh, helps out students, and yeah. you guys started uh, zero waste Maastricht. Mm -hmm. So tell yeah, us. that's that's a way to uh, uh, connect with the children to let them be uh, more active in the environmental problems yeah. to be create awareness. But it's also in the neighborhood where you live. You can uh, like uh, fund us like uh, collect people and children and just uh, pick up uh, trash like go to the woods and take a stick in the back with you and collect trash yeah. and uh, get it on Instagram and people yeah. will see it and maybe yeah. they get inspired and yeah. talk about it so creating awareness is the first step yeah totally I think uh, it's called plogging, jogging, yeah. and yeah. you take... <laughs> but then you jog, and yeah. I just walk, so... Yeah, 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 I'm also, I'm not really a jogger, but I can do, I can do 
walking i don't i can, I can do that but i think so also flogging uh, yeah yeah <laughs> also this year there was um there were a couple initiatives uh, like the um cleanup uh project yeah. i guess but or initiative i don't know uh yeah. and there was uh, there was also something from the humanity that was encouraging you to to go for for yeah. cleanups during during the quarantine but again, I do agree with Ezekiel doing these couple of uh, greenwashing uh, mm -hmm. things. It's not going to really change uh, the the big issues, you know. For example, we were talking during the break about um, about the UN pension fund uh, again, and how complicated it is to actually ch change it. Uh, tell us again. Tell us more. Uh, you were you were mentioning that it's. Uh, yeah, it's not really up to like the single people at uh, at UM. The organization has to has to change. Yeah. Um, so ABP is the pension fund for all the educational institutions in the Netherlands. Yeah. Um, and UM is one of those, obviously. Um, and as a teacher or a professor at UM, you don't have a choice as to what your pension fund invests in. Yeah. Um, and a lot of professors are very upset about this because it's morally wrong that you'd be investing in something that's damaging our future. Yeah. Especially at a university of all places. Yeah. Um, and in that way, uh, uh, these institutions have to take the lead to start pressuring these pension funds to start thinking about other ways of investing. Um, because right now, for example, we still need to invest in renewable technologies and yeah. thinking of different solutions and not just keeping investing in things that are proven to be dangerous and not like not sustainable, basically. Yeah, exactly. And uh, what I was thinking about as well is uh, the institutions have this role uh, of yeah, telling the public what's what's going on. They should really be more transparent. All institutions uh, should should be more transparent about uh, what is actually going on and put it in terms that the public can actually understand, uh, and not you know, yeah, hide it uh, behind a lot of. Uh, they should yes. be part of the change. Huh? Yeah, yeah. They should educate everyone. Yeah, exactly. Also because, for example, another. Uh, thing I've heard people say is that it's it's hard to switch uh, for to like a green economy because a lot of jobs would be lost you know but it's more about why don't we create green uh, jobs yeah yeah when there's some uh, there's a lot of job lost new one will arise yeah that's all always a part of the, when the change is coming yeah exactly and I think as, uh, as Ezekiel said earlier the the university plays uh, such an important role in this because obviously the new minds are coming out of this what do you think yeah well as a university like the university teaches that like next generation of leaders and scientists and lawyers and we can't expect them to start like i don't know becoming that like motivated themselves and we need to really somehow figure out a way that we motivate students to start thinking about solutions for the next generation mm -hmm. um and I think this has already happened in the past, like uh, universities have been really key to changing uh, like way we do medicine or engineering and thinking of new approaches for the world. Um, and I don't think we can like uh, rest on our laurels now and just leave that to the past. We really need to continue innovating and thinking about how we must go forward um, because cr clearly we're in a crisis right now. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Talking about crisis today, even uh, there was a news alert about uh, high levels of uh, smog and o ozone in uh, in Maastricht, so advising people to keep the windows closed. 
and so on. So this is the the situation that that they were living right now. The other day, uh, I I read that in the past few days, the water companies have been asking uh, the public not to use. Uh, mm -hmm water during the day or like to limit their water use so we're not that far away from a disaster you know and in some places of, of uh, yeah in some places of, of the earth <laughs> uh, it's already the the yeah the disaster is yeah. already there like that's the everyday uh, reality and that's another another issue is that uh, yeah in the in the global south or in uh, many developing countries they they will be the worst uh, affected mm -hmm by the by the changes and uh, yeah by by the catastrophes so yeah not uh, the future is looking bleak but we can we're still in time to to do something to pressure the authorities yeah. to pressure the institutions to change our own uh, attitude about it so we'll see uh, We'll see in the future. We have to we have to keep each other going, yeah. right? I think uh, that's why it's good uh, to uh, join join forces, let's say, in yeah. several several organizations. Also, yeah. when you go to vote, if you can, uh, in the politics, what you see now, the Partij van de Dieren, I'm all with it now. Yeah, is also uh, coming to Maastricht, uh, a new party. So yeah look into that, what their uh, topics are, and they are very good for the environment and uh, all the yeah good things I'm, I'm for. So yeah, totally. that's also a way to, uh, to do something about it. Yeah, definitely. All right, so I think we're gonna listen to our next song now. Uh, this is gonna be uh, Don't Go Near the Water by Beach Boys. Don't go near the water Don't you think it's sad What's happened to the water Our water's going bad Oceans, rivers, lakes and streams Have all been touched by man Going back. Don't 
Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Student Radio Maastricht, 107.5 FM. We are here talking about sustainability and the climate uh, emergency and how to how to make an impact, how to stay strong. Uh, Ezekiel and uh, Vivian were really, uh, really helpful to uh, to see. Uh, yeah, very inspiring. <laughs> Let's put it like that. So Ezekiel, uh, would you like to add anything? How does one join uh, Khan? Tell us, tell us. Um, so for 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 joining Khan, um, you can join one of our member organizations. Um, you can find the full list on our website, mm-hmm. climateaction.nl, yep. um, or also on Facebook or Instagram. Um, and then you can see kind of what um, thing you're most interested in, like um, climate in general or plastic pollution, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and then also you can then join uh, to start creating like solutions for both like the university and the community, so like the local community and the student community. Yeah, you also uh, are from uh, Precious Plastics uh, Maastricht, right? Yeah. I didn't ask you about it uh, before. You want to mention it now? Yeah, um, I'm co-founder of Precious Plastic Maastricht. It's yeah. a local organization. Um, basically, we have set up our little small um, plastic recycling um Center, I guess, in Maastricht. Yeah. Uh, working with the local community and different students to start upcycling waste. Um, and our machines are now fully functional. Nice. Um, so Congrats. you can also get involved with that, I guess. <laughs> That's nice. That's really nice. And Vivian, how to get involved with Zero Waste in Maastricht? Um, yeah, well, we are on the brink of uh, expanding mm-hmm. with the students. So it's, if anyone wants to join in, because it's not uh, a person, Zero Waste is from for everybody mm-hmm. so if you feel inspired or you want to or do something yeah. just dm us and we will uh, make it happen yeah nice that's really really great i wanted to uh, thank you both so much for for coming on the show i think it's really important that we keep this conversation uh, going um but um well, um, I, I see some, some waving from, uh, from the tech side, but I still wanted to uh, introduce uh, what we're going to talk about in the next hour. Um, in the next hour, we're still going to be here uh, talking about sustainability. We're going to be talking more about uh, sustainable shopping and uh, yeah, uh, sustainable living, you know, so how to mm-hmm. improve your everyday routine, but also uh, safeguard our planet, let's say. Um, yeah, are you gonna still be here, Vivian, with us during this yeah, hour? I'd nice like to listen to you guys. Nice, that, very that's inspiring. great. <laughs> <laughs> nice, I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Zaki, do you wanna add something? Well, yeah, I'm personally, I'm really looking forward to the next hour because <laughs> one of the guests that we have speaking is my own father, um, who, oh. Actually, in back home in Philadelphia, what he does, he just goes out on the days when people throw out their trash and finds everything that can be reused and just takes it and gives it away to people, sells it to people, and just recycle things that way. Cool. And you can, get, you can find a lot of insight into how you can do things better by looking at what you throw away. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Um, shall we go to our song? Oh, I forgot to mention that um, we're going to have a little commercial break in, in between because, uh, well, being that it's our two-hour show, unfortunately, we cannot remove the commercials, even though we really, really would want to. Um, 
Um, <laughs> sorry, RTV. Cultural, <laughs> <agenda. laughs> um, cultural agenda. Yeah, well, the cultural agenda. I was gonna. Yeah, we are we are working on uh, on uh, parties uh, <laughs> for uh, for income income, <laughs> but don't tell anyone. <laughs> um, I don't know. We're just really busy with uh, with future projects. I don't know right now uh, exactly um, how everything's gonna turn out, but we will be at the information market uh, with income. We will have two events, so stay tuned. Yeah, and also if I can add something. Yeah. Um, so if if there's a listener, right, and you live in Maastricht, and there's something you want to do, if that's either for the climate or something, you know, organize anything, also always feel free to approach us, Student Radio Maastricht, because we are in touch with a lot of people, with a lot of organizations. Um, you, Helena, you uh, organized um, um, with Froon something a yes. few weeks ago. Yes. Well, well, definitely talk about that in the in the next hour. Yeah. There is a lot of opportunities, and that's also what I hear here. We have a lot of guests in the studio now that are aware of what's happening and trying to, you know, fight this fight and do something about it. And you guys also know about each other if you've seen each other or not, but have been very much, you know, in touch. And I think it's wonderful to see how many people are actually working on it, and there's so much more that you can do when you do that together. Right. Yeah, totally. So totally. just reach out, and if there's something, we'll you know, we as a student to. radio, we are also always happy to to help out. And if there's something that you want to do, be happy to to give our platform for that as well. So yeah, that was a we last message. The, we can be the the liaison. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and now for some music. Uh, this is by Bluff, and the song is called "Here on the Coast." Zoute zee slaakt een diepe zilterzucht. Boven het vlakke land trilt stil de warme lucht. Hey, iemand slaat soms onverwacht, maar zeker op de vlucht. Alarmfase 2 is hier nauwelijks nog berucht, maar men weet het niet. En zwijgt van wat men hoort en ziet. Hier aan de kust, de Zeeuwse kust, waar de mensen onbewust zin in mosselfeesten krijgen en van eten slechts nog zwijgen als ze zat zijn en voldoen. Dan weer rustig slapen gaan. Hier aan de kust, de Zeeuwse kust, waar een ieder onbewust in het Duits wordt aangesproken, waar de ketting is gebroken en alle schepen zijn verbrand. Maar er is niets aan de hand. Vlissingen ademt zwaar en moedeloos vannacht. De haven is verlaten, want er is nog maar één vracht. Die moet in het donker buiten gaans worden gebracht. Denk de goede tijden van zuiverheid en kracht. 
Kraft warmen En zwijgt van wat men hoort en ziet Hier aan de kust, de Zeeuwse kust Waar de zomer onbewust Met de rotgang wordt genoten En waar wild en onverdroten Iedereen Tot men zat is en voldaan.
Welcome back to Student Radio Maastricht. I'm uh, Elena and uh, I'm here in the studio with Zaki, my co-host in tech for today. Hello. And uh, Froon from uh, Positive Gesundheit with Froon. Sorry. Froon. My, my, yeah, I know. Yes, I, I've, I've kind of like, I don't want to say I've given up on learning how to pronounce your, your name right. I, I'm still trying, but it's really, it's really hard for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> Most people have it, yeah. no problem. Yeah, I'm sorry. But anyway, um, you were here with us last time on the Zero Waste uh, yes. episode. So for the listeners who don't know, uh, Frun is a, a minimalist and uh, she has a very zero waste uh, lifestyle of which we're going to hear more about uh, in, in, the next, uh, in the next hour. Uh, and uh, also you run this uh, page, Positive Gesundheit Metfrun. So tell us more, a little bit more about that, about uh, the page. About the page, uh, actually it uh, it started with a different motive um, because I uh, am into Positive Gesundheit, yeah. which is actually about, you know, taking the power back and improving your life and your health from mm. yourself from your needs nice. but actually it became broader because i have a lot of interest that actually also help improve your life so yeah. also sustainability and zero waste are uh, a few of the topics yeah yeah, yeah. so this you uh, this is your already hit one note that i wanted to to hit uh, there is like um the fact that living sustainably uh doesn't always mean necessarily spending more money uh, but you can also just like live sustainably and you're going to be more happy. You're going to be more healthy and you're also saving the planet in the meantime. So th yes, these, definitely. Are, these are the kind of tips that uh, we love to get from you yeah. because you are, uh, you're pretty thrifty. I think you can uh, like, you know how to get good stuff and also not spend too much, right? Yeah, because uh, I also have a low budget, so yeah, um, and I want to live a really cool life. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a challenge, but uh, I I love challenges and I learned a lot. Nice, that's that's really good. So, yeah, in the previous hour we uh, we explored a little bit uh, about the the climate fight and uh, how to how to approach the climate fight. You were, seemed very inspired by by our previous uh, guests uh, Ezekiel and uh, Vivian. Yes, very much so. Yeah, we like to to connect uh, different. Uh, different uh, people who who are let's say fighting for the same for the same goals yeah what did you think about about that zaki it was really cool i mean yeah. it's always a good idea to get people from different sides from the same side of like a big issue to talk together so that they can you know make a coalition and that's why i really like the idea of the climate action network in particular because you know it's a whole network it's not just one organization it's yeah. everything everyone working together to make it better yeah i love that and uh, also during this hour, we're going to listen to some very special recordings from your dad, right? Thank yes, he. my father, Obona Higgins, calls himself the Philly Green Man. Um, yeah, he just goes around collecting reusable goods that people throw away. Yeah, I love I love his Insta handle, Philly Green Man. I think that's super awesome. I'm totally, totally with him on, on this fight. Yeah, he's a bit of a nerd, but it's, it's great. And I think he owns it very well. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to hearing what, what he has to say. So, um, shall we listen to the first song? Yes, so this song is Mother Nature's Son by The Beatles. 
Welcome back to Student Radio Maastricht. This is 107.5 FM. Uh, we just listened to Mother Nature's Son by the Beatles. I really, really love the Beatles, so I'm always happy when, when we hear a song by them. I'm here in the studio with uh, <laughs> <laughs> Katinka and Zaki. Hey guys. <laughs> so um, we're talking about sustainability. We're talking about how to improve uh, your everyday life and save the planet at the same time. And uh, Froon is an expert. Uh, Hashtag no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no pressure. Uh, okay, we, we, I want to say something about this actually because I said, oh, you're an expert, but at the same time, obviously uh, no one can be perfect we're gonna hit again on that uh, on that note about perfectionism and uh, in uh, in sustainability and uh, how bad that can be uh, but yeah basically tell us a little bit about uh, yeah about how how what you do how you live and then we're gonna talk about uh, food we're gonna that's basically okay. the first uh, let's say important thing uh, for a lifestyle I would say is the food right so yeah. what I do how I live that's a broad question <laughs> <laughs> okay so ex basically I just like to enjoy my life as much as possible while being more sustainable nice so I just uh, like I said in the previous uh, time we talked yeah. uh, I like to create win-win-win situations so that my life gets enriched yeah. but also I do better or and I feel good about myself of about the things I do yeah so for me it's all about enrichment of life and finding smart solutions yeah and what are some oh sorry Katinka you want no, to yeah, say I just something? want to say because uh, I checked you out since the last show uh, your Facebook page for and um, I mean, I love it so much, and there's such weird things that you do. No, I mean, not that you're weird, but yeah, like I am. Things, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe some people would think so. I, I would rather call it genius. Some genius things that, that videos that you uh, you post because you explain everything, right? Uh, this is how mm -hmm. you can do it, and with the videos, like this is what certain plants look like that you can pick, and and what you can do with them. Uh, I watched the one about doing laundry, and I was like, oh my god! Like it's things that you don't know. Nobody will ever teach you that in school. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. It's also so much a solution for different things because I personally, I get rashes from yeah. wash determinants and stuff like that. So the only one that I can actually use is Robain, which is very expensive and I don't know, probably also not good for the environment because nothing really is. Mm. Uh, and then I saw your video about how you can do your laundry with uh, with the leaves of the, how do you Ivy? call it? Ivy? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Like, that's so good to know. And probably for me also a solution in that other area of my life and being more sustainable. It's yeah, win win win. I yeah. love smart solutions. I also love things that are cheap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. I like to combine them. Yeah, yeah, that's really nice because sometimes uh, people think, "Oh my God, I have to buy organic. That's going to be more expensive. I can't afford to live sustainably." Yeah. but that's not necessarily true. I think in 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 some ways you can even save a lot of money if you. Uh, do certain things uh, in certain ways. Yeah, and I mean, organic isn't always organic if the package says so. And it's also not uh, like if you talk about zero waste, uh, a lot of the times it doesn't do anything in that area. Yeah. Um, so it's also something we get lied to a lot in stores. Yeah. So I see a lot of people try, but if you really look into th certain things, I'm like, okay, you're trying to do the right thing. I mean, there's no right or wrong, right? But yeah. you're trying to do something better for the environment or better for the animals. And a lot of the times, you don't even like it's very hard to actually get there 
And I have a few new solutions, so I'd like yes. to share them soon. <laughs> yeah, nice. We're we're gonna want to to hear them. Um, I just uh, I was thinking the only you were telling me oh we went on a foraging walk uh, a yes. few weeks ago. Um, let's talk about that. That's the first. Uh, let's say one of the first things that that people could maybe do to uh, save money and eat uh, sustainably would be foraging, right? Yes. So uh, we went a few weeks back uh, foraging and uh, you taught me a lot of uh, things I didn't know about uh, things we can eat. For example, uh, dandelion leaves. Right? Yeah. And um, I forgot what my main point was. I was thinking about how delicious the berries uh, were. <laughs> we ate so many, so many berries. Um, yeah, do you have more tips? Yeah. For us. Uh, about food? Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm excited uh, to talk about that because uh, I love fruit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fruit obsessed. Um, you know, I have three ways basically I get my fruit. Yeah. Uh, I have one new way I'm really excited about. You know, I know uh, I have a friend. Yeah. He grows all of his own fruit. Yeah, this is what I actually, this was yeah. what I was going to ask you about. Indeed. Yes. And, and, and this friend, um, he grows even more than what he needs and he grows it in a bio way yeah. and with a lot of love yeah. and I know exactly how he does it yeah. and it's very local so I go there every week and I buy my groceries from that guy Yeah, and he could use the money and it's I just goes di like directly from the ground and he tells me exactly how he takes care of yeah. uh, snails or you know Yeah. so that's one way uh, another way is foraging mm -hmm. like uh, we did together Uh, there's a lot of free fruit in nature. Yeah, I love it. Delicious. And, and <laughs> herbs and um, lettuce and stuff. And also I go to Gedeelde Wilde. Mm -hmm. And it's my favorite, favorite shop. Um, yes, it's more expensive. Yeah. But the quality of the food is really high. Uh, yeah. Everything is mostly is local. Yeah. It's uh, mostly zero waste. Yeah. And um, it's um, uh, bio. Yeah. So and because it's bio... I can actually use the whole product. So yeah. actually, with things I usually would throw away, mm -hmm. I make new food. Yeah. So that's a thing I'm excited about because every time I learn about new things that I can reuse yeah. and I make uh, a lot of extra food with what would be trash. Yeah. So these are my three ways. Also, I simplified my diet yeah. um, to do it. What do you mean with uh, simplified your diet? Uh, I actually I chose um, what are the main things I need. Yep. One is fruits, yep. one is veggies, protein, yep. uh, and nuts That's and seeds. Or yep. you know, I just have a few basic categories, yep. and I just choose from all categories the cheapest versions. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then I after decide what I'm going to cook. So my cooking is always different. Yeah. Uh, so the the good thing is the local foods. Yep. They are actually. Uh, that are in season are the cheapest so actually I buy very local and very cheap yeah, except for bananas and stuff yeah gedeelde wilde does that as well right it's, it's yeah. main, mainly local yeah. produced food so that also means that yeah. a lot of trucks driving around to get it at the gedeelde wilde yeah and yeah. also I like to visit farms or yeah. check yeah. it out and also know I buy my honey from a local beekeeper that does everything with a lot of love and respect. Yeah. So for me, these things are important to have a connection with my food. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I want to say about food. Yeah, I think that's really, uh, really important. Uh, like, 
the local localness uh, yeah. of the food because as you were saying before you know a lot of the times when it's like organic or something you don't know 100% that no. it actually is or stuff like that that you can still be skeptical plus there's all the packaging and everything so I do think one of the best ways is just to uh, go go local and like find mm. uh, find a person who has a um, uh, how to call it in English a garden with ve a vegetable garden yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that has extra and is willing to sell you some like Frun as this friend and she's very lucky <laughs> but also other uh, there's also farmers who who just do this uh, for a living really you know yeah there's actually so, actually a lot around if you spend some time just you know just ask people you don't yeah. have to find everything you maybe you won't find everything online that, that you're looking for but just ask around that's mainly how you find these people i once had a whole bag of groceries uh, like veggies that i got from back then my boyfriend's physiotherapist because he was talking to her and she's yeah. like yeah i grow uh she had eggplants that she had like 10 kilos too much of in her garden and and she was like oh would you like to have some I'm like, yeah. yeah definitely so it's really about yeah. sending this message out as well making people people aware and then you will get these type of offers so you f you will find these type yeah. of people and everybody should plant more now that you yeah. said yeah. this, this oh, i did too i do too yeah? i should talk about it too oh later. no yeah. said, tell me tell yeah. me what did you plant okay so um uh, I live at the Basset and there are mm -hmm. like uh, little restaurants yeah. downstairs and bars yeah. and actually I made a deal with them. I take care of the, the plant. Yeah. Planters. Yeah. But I can also grow my own food in there. So I'm growing my own food there oh. and I just go out and water and, and take care of it. And that's they're so happy awesome. because they have no work. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I planted the cherry tomatoes in my, in my yeah. yard. I I have there's like seven green cherry tomatoes now I'm, I can I'm so excited to yes. <laughs> to eat them and I think when you when you find this this local food or the food that you grow yourself or the food that your friend grew and you picked uh, it just tastes uh, better don't you think yeah. so? very much so so much good taste I mean growing up every every summer my dad would have a garden in the back of our house and so you know like we would have like collard greens and maybe some different kinds of beans tomatoes and it was like all summer just end up eating food just from the garden and just yeah, it's way better yeah. and it's also more for fulfilling because you said like I, I changed my diet for it which is I think the first step to approach this to see what do I want what do I need um, but it, you also also see that if you start eating healthier and eating these like real veggies and real fruits um, that you don't need as much as you do when you eat like a bag of chips or sweets or yeah, Whatever, and there's no packaging food. about yeah. uh, around real food, and also I like to make everything myself. Like I make my own broth, you know. I make yeah. everything. I make my own herb salt, you know. So yeah. I don't need the packaging. So I I eat very pure, and it really helped my health. Yeah, absolutely. That's one thing nowadays. I think with the advent of these giant stores that we can buy things from, we've gone. We become so. Um, dis, dis, dissociated from yeah. our from the production of our food, and so yeah. that's one of the things that I like about the zero about zero waste and the locality. You know, you actually might you might actually know the person who is growing your tomatoes. You might know the person who is growing these things, and you know, there's, it's nice that those you can have those actual relationships now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I believe it's important. You know, we got so disconnected that a lot of people are not even eating real food. It's not even food anymore. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I mean. 
I can speak from my hometown in the United States. There's a big issue of like food deserts in particular. Yeah. Where so like yeah. there's like no stores nearby, and oh. so except like there's might be like a small like a corner store. There's not really a there's not really a similar thing here, um, a bodega, but but like a small market that might sell like canned goods and maybe yes. like a few vegetables, but that's really it. And you it's might really sad. Yeah, it's really it's unfortunate. Really yeah. But as a result, you know, people are so dissociated from the food they cannot have access to the healthy food that they need. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's really uh, that's really something. But um, yeah, one thing I was thinking about that in general when uh, people talk about uh, sustainable food. Um, they talk most, uh, the first uh, sustainable step you can take is uh, stop eating meat right yeah. or mm. at least yeah yeah it is let's there's no debate it is <laughs> period you can either stop eating meat or stop eating meat and dairy two options <laughs> no uh, i'm joking uh, that well i'm not joking but what i'm what i wanted to say is just uh in general what people can do uh that could help uh, just like the planet in general is just reducing the meat consumption consumption you know without necessarily having to go uh, full-on uh, vegetarian or, or vegan but uh, do I don't know even just meat free Mondays you know but well personally I would I, I'm doing the other way around or trying to do the other way around I, I would only have meat like twice a week maximum mm-hmm. two meals a week and I think that's something that uh, that can really help you know but uh, when we pressure people to put this label vegetarian or vegan then it ends up being being worse what do you think about this yeah Yeah, that's a thing and and you start you're criticizing people one because they eat meat and i Mm. think that's not i mean i'm a vegetarian um but that's not fair either yeah because fine if you want to eat meat, right? Yeah. And, and great if you want to reduce eating meat. But if you have to be either a vegetarian or a meat eater, then every time, even when you try and you haven't eaten meat for a week and you, you eat it once. Yeah, then, then you then give up. Like, oh, I thought you were a vegetarian now or yeah. whatever. Or people are going to be sarcastic because you say, I'm going to try to eat vegetarian. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, we don't have to label it. Yeah. Like if you want to eat week, uh, meat once or twice a week and you and you call yourself a vegetarian, fine, go ahead. Yeah. Um, if you just want to reduce it, and if, even if you eat it seven times a week and you and you want to do it five times, also great. Like everything helps, and I think it's up to everybody to just decide what's good for you, what's right for you, and what do you feel exactly. comfortable with. Oh, I a hundred percent agree. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. The only thing uh, we can do is just you know each do do our best you know and not yeah not overly criticize uh, all what the other people are doing but still be conscious and about our consumption you know especially if we're gonna choose to eat meat then to at least choose uh, let's say non-industrial meat you know uh, or more like the happy pig yeah exactly the happy cow yeah (laughs) or the happy chicken (laughs) i guess but yeah that's uh that's i think that's super important and that's something that it seems like such an obstacle some people are really like oh i'm i'm a meat eater you know i'm not i eat meat with every single meal i have a very good friend actually that that says that for him without meat it's not a meal you know and i think you don't need to be so extreme you know you could do one meal a week with no meat and if maybe more people would uh try yeah discover something yeah it's, exactly. it's uh, when people discover uh finally find out when they meet me that i'm a vegetarian you know it's always a thing yeah 
Is it? Most what do they say? The, oh, wow. I, most of the time, the first question that they ask is, so what do you eat mm-hmm. if you don't eat meat? And and my answer is always, well, you know, everything, Yeah, actually, except but meat. meat. So <laughs> it's the only thing I don't eat, but, you know, there's so much, so much to eat. Yeah. yeah. That's something yeah. that I have a lot of experience in, because as someone who was raised vegetarian, that was, yeah. that was pretty much my life, just learning yeah. all of the different uh, substitutes and everything. Yeah, same. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And, uh, yeah, also... I don't have a label. Mm-hmm. I almost never eat meat, but when yeah. my body says I need it, I'm yeah. going to eat it. So I think that's also important to consider that sometimes your body uh, knows it needs it, and then I need to give it. Yeah. Uh, but it's almost never. Yeah. yeah. I have yeah. the same thing with fish. I eat it once, yeah. once in a while because I feel that my body just needs mm-hmm. kind of an iron boost. That's usually it. I'm yeah. very sensitive to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't eat it, and at some point I just wake up and I feel I'm gonna I'm I'm more tired than I should be. Yeah, I know it's always that, and I would just a can of tuna, I make a tuna salad or something, and I'm good for another four weeks. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Or if if I go out eating at friends or something, and and I'm like, if you have to, if if there's really yeah. no way you can yeah. figure out how to make a meal for <laughs> me without <laughs> you know fish, then go ahead, it's fine. Yeah, uh, and besides that, if if I cook or if I do my groceries, it's just veggies and fruits, and I'm happy. Yeah beans a lot yeah. of beans yeah I'm, I'm doing a water fast uh, right now we were talking about it earlier also water fast is a good way of reducing your your carbon footprint <laughs> if Absolutely. you do because well the water fast basically consists in uh, just drinking water uh, uh, for a couple of days I'm trying to do five days uh, only with water um, shout out to my friends who are listening at home who are doing the fast with me <laughs> but anyway um yeah i think that's that could be also maybe a solution you know it's obviously way more drastic but if each person would do a five-day water fast every year it would still make a difference you know we're a lot of people we can do we can make a difference with our individual choices by the way if you don't know water fest is not eating anything just drinking water yeah yeah yeah. i didn't mention it i forgot sorry (laughs) but yeah that's what i'm doing (laughs) maybe it's crazy but you know there's a lot of health benefits to it so google it okay we're gonna listen to a song um zaki do you know yes it is by public public image limited don't ask me Ooh. yeah
You are listening to Student Radio Maastricht on RTV 107.5 FM.、Um, today we're talking about you know how to live a sustainable life, and I'm very happy today because、um, we have some recordings from my own father.、Um, he, I'll let him introduce himself. Actually, we have this first recording. And I am known in Philadelphia as Philly Green Man. I am a self-described curator of usable goods. In America, ninety-nine percent of whatever is purchased today will be in the trash in less than six months. So, the sneakers that are bought today will be in the trash in less than six months. Clothing, radios, cell phones, <laughs> fans, toaster ovens, pots and pans. Literally, all of these things are things that I just remember my dad finding. He would have a big warehouse, and just—I'm not exaggerating when I say that I have not that before moving to Maastricht, I had not bought a pair of shoes in years just because people threw them out. <laughs> yeah, there's that much waste in there's that much waste in the United States, and my dad helped doing helped my dad in his, in doing his work. That's basically how he. Helped how he helped to make things more sustainable, and so here's a bit another clip where we can talk more about that. While recycling, sometimes I'm like a, a, a I psychoanalyze people and families based on their trash. So one of the things that I notice is that there's、uh, so many bottles. So these bottles are. Alcohol, you know, beer, wine, all all types of all types of things like that are thrown away. And also, depending on what neighborhood I go into,、uh, is different types of usable goods that are thrown away. It's different types of trash that's thrown away. So if I'm in the hood, we see a lot of the 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 cheap type beers. Yeah, that's an interesting. That wasn't. That was one point、um, that he talked. He would talk about honestly quite a lot.、Um, that you know, you would see that the you would see the things that people throwing away and how they reflected based on how they live. And Philadelphia, the city itself, is a very interesting city in that there's a lot of wealth inequality. And so you can see in poorer in poorer areas, you see that there are less quality goods, but they're also throwing away many things like shoes、um, and things like that. And It was very interesting. Yeah,、um, I recognize this very much. My, my dad, you know, my、uh, stepdad from America as well.、Um, he works at the post. He's a postman, and he does the same thing, but with the mail. But、yeah. he also says, like, you see what is in front of people's doors, which is usually trash that they're gonna throw out.、Uh, you see, you, you basically see people's lives. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And. Because you're seeing that, you get that lens into like what you can. I think you can really say see a lot about. A person by what they choose to throw away, because it shows you know what their where their values are. Yeah. yeah. And here's something about how he got started, actually. What really intrigued me about、um, recycling is the fact that it can be done at any time, and like I mentioned before, because of the、uh, economic downfall and. 2008, and also because I wanted to be able to be with my children and have the freedom 
to work for myself. And this was an excellent way to be able to do it because people throw things away on a typical trash day. You have you have about um, about 15 hours uh, to collect stuff every day. Yeah, exactly. So my father, he's always valued that, valued, an independ valued his independence, particularly as a worker. Um, when my brother and I were born, he actually stopped teaching so that he could stay home and watch us. Yeah. And so and when the, when the 2008 financial crash happened, he started doing this, and that's when he really started learning so much more about the green movement itself because, you know, you see how much people waste. You see how much people throw away. Yeah. And you see where the change really needs to be made. Yeah, and I think especially in America, I mean, it's such a consuming society yeah exactly and yeah that's actually something that he actually talks about in the next clip one other um the citizens of philadelphia can do some some major they, they could affect what happens by setting an example number one number two to lobby their officials to produce laws that will create win-win situations. So, for example, in New York, here in America, uh, there are machines where people can put their uh, bottles in and get the deposit back. They can get five cent or 10 cent for every bottle that they recycle. Yeah, there's something that will sound that will be that sounds very familiar to people who are here. Yeah. In the United States, I have never seen that. I never there was never the place in the back of the supermarket where you could put all of the empty bottles and all those things. And even in the United States, most things nowadays are are sold in plastic bottles, so there's not really the opportunity to do that recycling in that sense. Yeah. Like even the way that your dad explains it, like in New York they have these machines. You yeah. Know? It's it's like it sounds so futuristic. When I worked in the Albertheim when I was 14, which is like well, it's 14 years ago now. Um, we already had that. Yeah. In Italy, we I, we still don't have it now, as far as I'm aware of. Uh, or maybe it's in uh, a couple of shops. And mm. I always see these, like, since, since, since uh, ah, I don't know, like, sensational posts, like, oh, mm. my God, this is what they're doing in Germany. That's, yeah, the right. that's the first world, you know? And it's like, you can also just, like, into lobby to 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 do people, yeah, yeah exactly like, I mean not yeah. not even for a company it's it's I don't get why you would not do it because what happens we saw this in in the in the lockdown right in the Corona crisis everybody started shopping like crazy Homestead yeah uh, and the the mm -hmm. water companies a lot of the water companies got into trouble because they were not getting their bottles back so they oh. re they recycle these bottles they clean them up oh yeah they either melt them and make new bottles or if they're stale then they just clean them and put new labels on them and fill them again and because everybody was buying all you know buying their shit but not returning it they were running running out of bottles so it's it's company-wide as a business i think it's super smart to do to get your product back so that you can use it again obviously it's yeah. way better for the environment yeah. it makes people aware of recycling and you you pay for it anyway so like if you don't want to return your bottle then you don't but you're just out 20 cents yeah this this made me think about something like also uh, the recordings by Obona, it's just like the stuff that we throw out, what we think is like trash or waste mm. or whatever is still wealth, you know, like it's still stuff that we can reuse 
and uh, yeah, not lose it, you know, but just burning it in some kind of. Uh, Exactly. You know, incinerator. Yeah. yeah. I, I still have a. Sh I'm pretty sure I still have clothes that were found in the trash that I still wear here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that like there was just straight up years where I never bought shoes. Yeah. There were things like when my dad would just find something. He's like, "Does this fit you? Fine. Okay, you can wear this." Yeah. Or that th this was just a thing, and so it was almost like a thrift store, mm -hmm. but just yeah, basically, it's it's secondhand clothes, just not from a from a secondhand store. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well. Cool. Yeah. So, Fkun, uh, what do you what do you think about uh, like you know using your your waste in a creative uh, creative ways? For example, I don't know an, an, an example I did in, in my own house uh, is like I use a I use a solid uh, soap bar mm -hmm. instead of uh, the liquid one because obviously that's already yeah. less plastic. Yeah. Tip tip. <laughs> uh, but also, uh, then I didn't know where to put the the soap bar. So basically, I cut open an old bottle of uh, of shampoo from from when I was also still using liquid shampoo. I cut it open, and and I put the the soap bar inside. You know, so that's my little nifty nifty tricks. Yeah. <laughs> Or what are little tricks of uh, stuff around the house that you okay. think we can uh, reuse or. Okay. So must-have items uh, for the home and stuff. Okay, so um, there's actually just one thing I reuse, and that is bottles. Yeah. And and jars, uh, glass bottles and jars. Yeah. Because I like if I cannot, I, I don't buy uh, tins or plastic, or I try yeah. to, but I use jars. So I reuse, I reuse them for everything. I freeze my food in it, and I store things in it so that's actually the the number one thing yeah. i reuse yeah um i also use them to put flowers in or you know and what's left i give to people that need it yeah. that make things um but then the the few things i think that are must have uh must have uh, uh stuff yeah. <laughs> sorry no worries um um actually for me i find out recently that you can use a window wiper mm -hmm. to clean your um, uh, kitchen counter. Oh, yeah. So in that way, you don't need paper towels. Oh, yeah. That's and it's actually. amazing. Yeah. Uh, my boyfriend teach me this. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was a really cool thing. Because yeah. before, I used a lot of um, cloths. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I, I had to wash them a lot because yeah. I had to get a new one or two every day. Of but course. now I just use that and it's clean. That's pretty genius. So that's that was for me a genius solution. Um, let me see. Uh, what's also really important for me is to store a bottle. This is I just have a pasta bottle, a pasta sauce bottle, and I reuse it for drinks. You yeah. don't need anything else. Uh, I like to uh, have a shopping bag mm -hmm. and to have like a mini fresh bags that you yeah. use you can buy at Albertine or yeah. you can buy anywhere like where for you bread can just and uh, vegetables yeah you can just weigh your food in it and you reuse 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 yeah and actually I'm not big on buying zero waste stuff mm -hmm. actually I just you don't need it yeah even these are a marketing strategy yeah. yeah you know a lot of these products you don't need straws if you have a health condition yes but yeah. i don't need reusable straws i don't need special uh, boxes for my food because i already had plastic boxes it's it's really yeah you already have it in i the see home. it a lot that people they throw away yeah. their plastic things and yeah. they, they buy fancy the stuff yeah. but you don't most of these products you don't need them at all 
Yeah, I like to use, you know, for I have some things like a bamboo toothbrush, but that's we talk about that later. Yeah. But actually, you don't need to buy stuff. Yeah. That's the whole thing. We're so addicted to buying stuff, and then, you know, zero waste becomes also like uh, this, or being sustainable becomes like being fancy yeah, or looking and, and good. A heavy task and you and want the amazing most amazing lifestyle change. Yeah, and, and a lot everything of effort, looks basically. beautiful yeah. on Instagram. It's no problem with that, but actually, it's just consumerism and a new jacket, and yeah. yeah. That's something. I mean, that's what I think about. I think about the fact that there's a lot of people around the world who naturally live just because of the the lives that they live, their lifestyles that they have. They live lives that are zero waste, basically, or yeah. very little waste, yeah. very low waste, so very eco friendly. But it's something I think that's largely of the West that we have all of that we that. We are constantly told that we need to buy something new yeah. in, ter- in order to be in order to be eco-friendly, as opposed to just you know just changing our lifestyle, making little changes. You know. Yeah, I have an easy tip. Cool. Something that I always tell people: if you buy herbs, like fresh herbs, in the supermarket, you mm-hmm. have the basilicum and the mint, and yeah. those people always buy the plastic bag Box. ones from yeah. the fridge, right? But I, there's little pots. Yeah. So and you have the plants next to it, yeah. which basically costs the same, yeah. but you get way more and they're very easy to keep them alive. You know, you use the basilicum, yeah. don't water it from the top, but water it from the bottom yeah. every day because they drink a lot. And then you just have your herbs there and you don't have that plastic that it was packed in. Yeah. I um, do it too. Yeah. I forgot to tell because mm-hmm. it's normal for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. so I discovered that when I was I had like this little food class with differently developed youth and every week we went we were cooking with like ten or twelve uh, people and me. And that's when I had to teach them that. And then I discovered, huh, if I have to teach, if this is a possibility to teach somebody that, maybe it's not normal. And I started seeing it with all my friends as well. So um, that will be my tip. Yeah, it's time for music. Yeah, it's time for yeah. music. Um, we, I, I, yeah. can't pr- I can't pronounce the name of the next song because it's in Portuguese. I can pronounce it for you. Uh, it's no problem. <laughs> it's uh, As Forças da Natureza by uh, João Nogueira e Paulo César Pinheiro. And this is a song about how nature is strong and it can come back. Awesome. Nice. Sounds great. Quando o sol se derramar em toda a sua essência Desafiando o poder da ciência para combater o mal E o mar Com suas águas bravias Levar consigo o pó dos nossos dias Vai ser um bom sinal Os palácios vão desabar Sob a força de um temporal E os ventos vão sufocar o barulho infernal Os homens vão se rebelar Dessa farsa descomunal Vai voltar tudo ao seu lugar Afinal Vai resplandecer Uma chuva de prata do céu vai descer O esplendor da mata vai renascer E o ar de novo vai ser natural 
vai florir Cada grande cidade o mato vai cobrir Oh, oh das ruínas um novo povo vai surgir E vai cantar afinal As pragas, as ervas daninhas As armas e os homens de mal Vão desaparecer nas cinzas de um carnaval Vai resplandecer Uma chuva de prata do céu vai descer Welcome back to Student Radio Maastricht This is 107.5 FM, RTV Maastricht And we are here uh, with uh, Katinka and uh, Zaki and hey. Khun and uh, in the back we have Vivian that who is uh, still listening to our uh, to our conversation and uh, well we're talking about sustainable living and uh, sustainable shopping uh, one thing i quickly wanted to mention that uh, i think is also very important about sustainable living it's like let's not forget about uh, energy and water consumption of course that mm. may seem uh, you know like it doesn't even need to be uh, said but i do believe that it's still very important for everyone to to keep an eye on on the resources that we actually use because for example in the past days uh, apparently there was a unprecedented uh, use of water in the netherlands uh, almost double what the normal usage is that's crazy yeah? so yeah it may be also because of uh, like staycations and uh, more people just being uh, in the netherlands at this point but at the same time yeah it seems like Yeah, we cannot forget uh, about this, you know, especially because the Netherlands is not prepared for a shortage of water. We just count on the fact that it's going to rain, but eventually <laughs> it's not going to rain so much. So we just, yeah, we need to always be, be conscious about this, you know, and this is something that I really try to also hammer into my roommates and stuff like that, It's like take short showers don't use so much water when you're like washing the dishes you know don't like open the the, the tap and just yeah, leave just let it, yeah exactly mm -hmm. oh i hate when people do that yeah. i'm sorry people but i hate when you do that <laughs> yeah really it's it's just so horrible um but yeah so going back to to our sustainable sustainable house sustainable living uh well another another aspect uh, is the the sustainable clothing right so um Frun, tell us tell us more about sustainable clothing what okay. do you i will be quick <laughs> i have a capsule wardrobe so i i actually thought about it a lot i followed the course mm -hmm. so i learned to make a little wardrobe yeah and everything fits together i plan the colors and in this way uh i don't need a lot but i still look good yeah of all occasions so uh, it yeah. takes a lot of thought but when you have it it's very satisfying you have no problem of what should i wear yeah and actually you don't need a lot of clothes so that's something i do and i like uh to buy on vintage yeah uh, i like to buy at second hand for all yeah. or at the doorgeefwinkel in maastricht yeah you have free stuff Yeah. You can bring free stuff, you can take free stuff. I oh. find really nice clothes. Nice. I'm sorry, where is the Torgevonkel? It's at the Landbaubelang. Oh, oh. Yes, so it's uh, at the bar next to a Keldertje. Oh, yeah, cool. it's open like two days a week and uh, you have you can bring free stuff. 
uh, you can bring stuff and you can take stuff and it's amazing. That well, sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I will, I will definitely look yeah. there. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I, also did clothes. I bring clothes there. I help them out uh, sometimes. A good friend yeah. of mine actually runs a place. It's all run by volunteers. Uh, and so it's not uh, just leftover things that other people don't need anymore, right? Mm. They they even have had TVs there. Oh, wow. And there's kitchen stuff and there's books and there's a lot of kids' toys and yeah. just everything that you can imagine that people don't use but that are still good. Yeah. A lot of clothes. A lot, lot, lot of clothes. <laughs> yeah, and another thing, for example, I, I did this year with, uh, with old clothes is I made uh, face masks uh, with old T-shirts. Really? Oh. Yeah, there's like videos on YouTube. It's really easy. You wouldn't mm. even believe it. I did it without even a sewing machine. Really? Yeah, in 10 cool. minutes, you make yourself a decent looking face mask. So check it on YouTube. You reuse your your old clothes and your old textiles instead of just buying new. Uh, mm. This also reminds me, just check out also the, the five R's of, uh, of zero waste, yeah. which would be uh, reuse, uh, reduce, reuse, recycle, recycle rot, and... Vivian, <laughs> <laughs> reduce, reuse, recycle, rot, rot and refuse. Oh, and refuse. refuse. It's the most important they, one. Yeah, it, refuse is very important. Exactly. It's just like refuse to 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 get this stuff. Even if you forget your your bag at home, your shopping bag, just like carry your, your stuff. Yeah. yeah. In yeah, figure it out. Don't get the bag. Yeah. <laughs> Stick to it. But also, again, no pressure. <laughs> you know, it's, it's <laughs> no all pressure. about finding a balance. I started I making my own clothes recently. Wow. That was my like Corona lockdown thing. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, I've, I've always had a sewing machine. My mom did it. And, and apparently I'm very good at it as well. Nice. Yeah. I think my Instagram. Everything you wear looks nice. And nice. yeah, and it's, it feels so good. Like I'm so because and it was not like a zero waste thing. But for me, it was um, a no more fast fashion yeah. thing. I've wanted out of fast fashion for years now. I've always shopped at H&M and, you know, all those type of stores. Um, just a money thing. Never yeah. had a budget for clothes, even when I was younger. But yeah. I, oh, I just hated it. And now I started making my own. And every time I put on like something that I made, a t-shirt or a skirt, it feels like, so yay, good. It feels so good. It's yeah, amazing. Fabric is bought here at the markets, you know, from local people yeah. as well. It's great. Yeah. It makes you happy. Talking about uh, doing it yourself. Uh, what about like uh, beauty products? Uh, do you do you make anything yourself? Like, I don't know. I've seen lip balm uh, recipes around or easy stuff like this or face masks or I don't know. What do you okay. what do you do when it comes to beauty? So actually, I like to buy pre-made products that are natural and very high quality and zero waste. Yeah. So I have two places where I buy. Yeah. One is uh, Holland and Barrett. They have a zero waste closet okay. yep. and I love everything in it. They're perfect. They're better than non-zero waste products. My yeah. hair is good. My skin is good. Yeah. I use argan oil yeah. in a, a glass bottle also. Uh, I use a solid product. Yeah. But uh, what I uh, use, what I, I don't really make things myself because I simplified everything to the essence. Yeah. But what I like to use is aloe vera leaf, a oh fresh yeah. aloe vera leaf mm. I buy at Gedeelde Wilde. Yeah. And I use it for mon multiple uses. Yeah. Like uh, to brush my teeth as hair gel, as a deodorant, you know, yeah. 20 different things. Yeah. And I also like to use the inside of a banana peel as a face mask too. Oh, wow. And also I, it's I can use it. antioxidant, right? Or I don't know exactly, mm -hmm. but when I use it as a mask, uh, my skin gets smooth also with the aloe vera. Yeah. And I also use the inside of the banana peel to whiten my teeth. 
Oh, mm. nice. No wonder you look so good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Now nice. we know. We got all But the, the products are amazing. I, I just have to say, Ben and Anna is great for toothpaste and deodorant. Yeah. And um, Etik is perfect for your hair. Yeah. Etik is amazing. Mm. You have it at Holland and Barrett at the Zero Waste Closet. Yeah. Try it. It's the best product I ever used. And especially because uh, you, for, I mean, our listeners cannot see it, but you have curly hair. And I can imagine that it's even harder yeah. for curly I hair to fight. I have special fight. products for curly hair. Yeah. And actually the, the conditioner is also uh, a great uh, body wash and a shaving cream without drying the skin yeah, so awesome. I'm very much a fan nice we have to wrap it up our conversation got uh, too interesting um, well thank you for, for coming yes You're I welcome. think there's a Facebook post uh, coming up because I want all these tips oh yeah oh, I just remembered tips. thank you for, for mentioning it uh, Frun you're doing a zero waste walk right yes uh, uh, zero waste Nederland uh, they are organizing uh, 12th September uh, walks zero waste Uh, shopping tours in, yeah. in whole Netherlands and I'm doing the one in Maastricht and if awesome. you go to my page Positieve Gezondheid met Vroon you'll see the event I just made it, I just have to add some more details we'll um, share it. Uh, it would be fun if you come with me and I teach you all about zero waste sustainable shopping Nice, awesome, awesome. I definitely want to join I'm going to have to check yeah. my agenda but yeah. it sounds amazing I'll also yeah. really try to be there otherwise we will organize more foraging walks Yeah, or we do another zero waste tour or sustainable shopping tour yeah. why not Yeah, 100%. yeah definitely I'm in uh, we have to wrap it up so I think Frun you were our cultural agenda the only thing I want to add is there is a SRM student radio Maastricht party coming up secret parties keep an eye on our social media um, mm -hmm. we're doing everything corona safe just want to say yeah. that at that um, exactly we're, it's limited 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 people allowed yeah. so yeah. get your ticket when enough you can. distance yeah. face masks everything yeah. but you don't, also you don't fun. need the government to tell you to wear a face mask no. exactly no you need us we'll yeah. tell you <laughs> <laughs> no but to keep an eye on that see if you can find us in the income week uh, next week uh, thank you code over three for supporting us thank you rtv Maastricht for supporting us you're the host helena anything you want to add in the last seconds no i'm just really happy with all the guests and uh, really happy to connect everyone and uh, oh i'm really happy i'm super happy with the recordings we got from obona i think thank that you. that was super yeah. great well i have one thing to add actually today is actually my grandmother's birthday and so I'm just want to wish her a happy birthday as we oh, send her out. Yeah, no. happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you. We'll see you guys you next week for another show. Bye. Bye. And come. Student <laughs> show. Bye. Bye. With a pink hotel, a boutique, and a swinging hot spot. Don't it always seem to go that you don't know what you've got till it's gone. They paid paradise.